everybody, and welcome to Dyslexic Season 3, Episode 16. This week, we are heading back into the courtroom for another very serious case. Long pause. In Theme Park Court. This week's case is Tower versus Tower, as we debate which of these two Central Florida drop towers is the best. No, it's not Tower of Terror. I just did that last week. Y'all thought I was going to do it this week? No. Surprise, June is Drop Tower Month, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but the question is, who will win this case? Will it be Falcon's Fury at Busch Garden, Tampa? Or will it be Doctor Doom's Fearfall at Universal Studios Florida's Islands of Adventure? There just needs to be more names in that one. Um, <laughs> but let's find out. Now, before we get into this case, let's see who will be joining us. Joining us on this case are two of the best lawyers in the land. Well, two lands. <laughs> Defending Falcon's Fury, it's Parker. Welcome back, Parker. Thank you. So good to be here. I am so excited to have you back on, and thank you for taking on this very serious and intense case of Drop Tower versus Drop Tower. Of course, of course. I, um... I'm very happy to be representing my client today. Yes, yes. Um, and defending Dr. Doom's Fearfall, it's Ivy. Welcome back, Ivy. Hello. Hello. I'm so excited to have you back. Thank you for joining us again. Again, on this very serious, very important case. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. So, let's get started. For those of you joining us for your first theme park court case... Here's how it goes. Each lawyer will defend their client in three sections of a debate. In this case, those sections will be number one, theming, number two, the ride experience itself, and number three, the relevance of the ride. Now, after all three sections have been debated, I will make a verdict. So let's get started. Order in the court. I tap my phone because I don't have my gavel anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to start off with our first section, which is theming. Parker. Tell us about the theming of Falcon's Fury. All right. Well, first of all, I think we need to look at the land in which this ride is located in. So Falcon's Fury is in the wonderful area of Pantopia, which basically sits in the middle of Busch Gardens, Tampa. Um, the theme is very bright and very vibrant. It's kind of like this area of bazaars and shops and kind of stuff. But there's a bunch of rides there, too, of course. Um, I think the actual backstory has to do with this uh, mystical person called the Keymaster, who a long time ago would drop from the sky into this very spot. And anyways, that's kind of just the area in general, but the actual ride itself, as the name suggests, is themed to a falcon um, and you know the diving motion that falcons make. So basically you're just kind of riding and um, just living into that experience. You are a falcon and you're furious. Very fair. And is there any reason that you feel this is better than the theming of Dr. Doom's Fearfall? I just think it really, um, it, it just <clears throat> kind of takes you into that world of being a falcon. I mean, where else can you live that life? Like you become an animal on this attraction, um, which is something very unique and uh, not many rides can do that. That's true. It, it it is it is a simulation of what one of the fastest creatures on Earth can can do with its abilities. So, very good argument. 
Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Ivy, <laughs> now we're heading over to you. Tell us about the theming of Doctor Doom's Fearfall and why you feel it's better than that of Falcon's Fury. Okay. So why be a Falcon <clears throat> when you can be basically a lab rat? That is a horrible way to start this. Oh my god. <laughs> I know which one I'd rather be. Uh. <laughs> sounds like a Nicki Minaj lyric. <laughs> Bobby, you fucking win. You could be a lab rat. Exactly how I Young buddy. Oh Gosh, my god. I love Nicki so much. I'm a barb for life. Continue. Oh, oh my god. All right. Oh, okay. First of all, I <laughs> can't believe. Okay. When you first walk up to the ride, okay, the ride is based in Marvel's superhero island. Okay, who doesn't like Marvel? Um, when you first walk up to the ride, you're going to be greeted by a giant picture of Doctor Doom's face above you. So there's some really good theming right there. Is, um, uh, I do, I do want to interject real quick as the judge. Um, the people who you said who doesn't like Marvel, Marvel fans don't like Marvel, and I just I think that's important information to put out there. Um, just like Star oh, Wars fans it. don't like Star Wars, um, and Disney fans don't like Disney, etc. Okay, so continue. Basically, no, you were very great. Off to such a horrible start. Okay. Um, also, the ground right outside the entrance has outlines of the Fantastic Four. So there's theming on the ground, you look down, you look up, it's all over the place. Um, then when you enter, there will also be some really heavy theming um, of the Latvarian um, well, <clears throat> Embassy. Um, and you will see some Doom bots along the wall that's more heavy theming. Um, you'll see like the internal components for the machine that you're going to be experimented on. Um, and then even the colors and the lighting throughout the queue are purple, blue, and green. That's further to immerse the guests. Um, then, you know, there's just theming all throughout the entire experience, every single section. We've got a lot of different things on the wall that fit the theming. Um, you'll see Dr. Doom's face on a lot of the doors. So, personally, I think that the theming for this ride is a little more immersive than <clears throat> our opponent, in my opinion. Very good, very good argument, very good argument. And you know what? I'm going to take that all into account before I make my verdict. I will say, I do feel in this moment, Dr. Doom does have a slight advantage over fucking Fury. And I know people are literally thinking a slight advantage. No, I do say a slight. Because Falcon's Fury, if you actually look at the whole of the area that surrounds it, it is tied into the land. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> at, at, <laughs> I'm not trying to help, I'm just saying. It is tied into the land, and I do think people are going to be like, it's not themed. It is themed. It's just not as intensely themed as Doctor Doom's. On the other hand, though, Doctor Doom does have more understandable theming, um, and a more intense storyline to the attraction. They both have stories tied to the mm -hmm. attraction, because they are about that theme parks. Um, but Doctor Doom's story is easier to follow than that of Falcon's Fury, I would say. So, 
With that being said, we're going to move to our second section of our debate. Now, Parker, tell us about the ride itself of Falcon's Fury and why you feel it's better than that of Dr. Doom's. Okay, well, um, this ride <laughs> starts with a slow ascent to the top, which, albeit, may not be as exciting as the start to Dr. Doom's Fearfall, but this ride does offer amazing visuals. That slow rise, it's it, it offers views. It's an observation ride, really. Um, and depending on which side you sit on, you can get good views of the Tampa skyline, or you can look over and see the safari. You can see all of the park. You can see all of the roller coasters below you. It's really beautiful and it, it's really relaxing. That is until you get close to the top, at which point your car that you're sitting in will tilt 90 degrees. So you're facing the ground. You're looking at straight down. And mm -hmm. as you're doing that, you're still going up. So that um, last couple of feet towards the top of the tower, you're being pulled up backwards while looking at the ground. And then when you reach the top, of course, you drop. It is a 335-foot plunge to the bottom. Um, I believe this ride is the tallest freestanding drop tower in North America. At least it was when it opened. So it's very tall, very fast. And just the fact that you're going straight down is so unique. Um, I think it was the first ride to do that. And there's really not a lot of drop towers out there that do that, at least not at a 90-degree angle. So, yeah. <clears throat> Actually, if I'm correct, I don't think there's another drop tower within North America that does that. I know there's some no. in Europe for sure, but within yeah, North America, sure others, but... yeah, within North America, I don't think there's any other drop tower that has that effect of putting you face down toward the ground, full 90 degrees, flying toward it like a falcon diving down. So. Um, you know, it's it's a really unique experience. For uh, sure. And I mean, drop towers are the kind of rides that still kind of scare me a bit. I mean, I'm good with almost any oh, yeah. ride, but drop towers always make totally me agree. a little bit nervous. And this one in particular, I almost didn't ride it. Like, I was so nervous. <laughs> um, but I obviously did, and it was a lot of fun. Like, I highly recommend doing it if you ever get the chance to go to Busch Gardens Tampa. It is amazing. Very good. Um... I will say drop towers and uh, double shots or whatever you want to call them. Launch towers, uh, you can also call them. I, I think that's an acceptable name. Some people don't. Um, the, you're, you're correct. Those are still the rides that still give me the nerves. So that's why I thought these two would go up against mm -hmm. each other very well. Um, and that's saying a lot because like... I can ride any dark dark ride, go through any haunted house, go on any roller coaster, but you get me on a drop tower or a double shot or shot tower, whatever you want to call it. My stomach yeah. gets a little nervous at those. Same here. <laughs> Same here. I get a little nervous on um, Tower of Terrors sometimes, even though oh, I've been yeah. on it plenty of times. There's <laughs> I no agree. I still get nervous. I agree. <laughs> okay. Ivy, let's move on over to you. Tell us about the ride itself of Dr. Doom's okay. Fearfall and why you feel it's superior to Falcon's Fury. So, before I touch on the ride, let me just touch on a little bit of the storyline so there is some context for us. Um, of course. Right before we get split up, you know, we're in the holding chamber, which is like the last section of the queue. We're going to see a video that's going to show Dr. Doom and his plan to defeat the Fantastic Four and to make him basically like ruler over the world. Sounds pretty good to me. Um, sounds like Dr. Doom. Sounds, oh, 
the theming. This, it's so well done. Um, he's going to do this by using the fear that he's going to extract from guests on the ride. So kind of like a Monster Zinc situation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the machine he's going to be using to extract this fear is called the Fusion Dynamo. So once guests move to their extraction chamber, we are going to begin. So first of all, for this ride, there's this is like one of my favorite things um and it's not even that big of a deal but you have these little components next to you that you can put your stuff in you don't have to hassle with the locker i think that right there deserves some kind of point um you will also hear dr doom mention his plan over the speakers before the ride launches so that's some more theming the ride will launch you up 185 feet and just straight up off the ground just a nice adrenaline rush right off the bat um, it will also drop back down again and then kind of launch back up a little bit one more time and it will kind of hold guests high up and you will be able to have an entire look over the whole park. Amazing. We love the view. <clears throat> the ride will then continue just kind of slowly move up and down the tower like little bounces. Super fun. Now, I know the ride is only about hmm, 60 seconds or so, kind of short, but you know, we we love a short game. We love a short game. So, that, I mean, that's oh, pretty Dr. much would, would appreciate you saying that about that. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying. Hmm. I mean, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is there any way that you feel it is superior to Falcon's Fury? Um, we are not, you know, facing the ground. We are looking up. We're heading to, you know, going up. Mm -hmm. Optimism. Optimism. <laughs> we're not looking at the ground thinking, oh my god, am I gonna freaking splat right now? No, no, we're looking <laughs> up. We're looking out in the view. I think that makes it better. Okay. I mean, I, I fully think that's a that's a fair statement. Um, they're two similar attractions, but they are very different, with um, one being a drop tower and one being a SNS double shot. And I, I, I think both ride experiences are very exciting and very different, but also similar enough to debate. And so, you know, I, I think that was a very good, um, a good argument for that. Thank you very much. I'll take that into account. Okay, so now we are heading to our third and final section of the debate, which is the relevance of the attraction. Now, what I mean by relevance is, well, quite literally the word, is it relevant? But also, <laughs> um, within like the public eye or within our modern day outlook right now, <clears throat> is there still something unique that really makes it stand out from other rides of, it, of its kind? And do people, are people still talking? about this attraction is what we're looking for. So, with that being said, Parker, we'll begin with you with talking about the relevance of Falcon's Fury. Okay, well, I mean, there's a lot of things I can talk about here, uh, some of which I've already mentioned. Uh, first of which, uh, like I said, it is the tallest freestanding drop tower in North America. Um, there are a couple that are taller on the continent, that being um, the Lex Luthor ride and Zumanjaro ride at... Um, Six Flags Magic Mountain and Six Flags Great Adventure, but they're attached to pre-existing structures, like they're actually built right onto roller coasters. But in terms of drop towers that are just the tower on its own, 
this one right here uh, is the tallest, um, at least in North America. I'm not sure about uh, anywhere else. Um, but, and it's still like one of the tallest ones around. Like when you look at drop towers around the world, this one is still like in that upper tier, which is amazing. Um, yeah. And like I said, it was the first drop tower to tilt 90 degrees. There's a couple other ones in Europe, but um, they're mm. few and far between, and they're not as tall as this one here. Um, on top of that, Falcon's Fury is just a beautiful icon of the park. It is very prominent on the skyline, and you can see it from pretty much anywhere in the surrounding area. Like as you're driving up to Bush Gardens, you can just see it sticking up above everything else. Um, and then the last thing I would say for relevance for Falcon's Fury is that it um, opened as part of the Pantopia renovation to uh, the area that used to be called Timbuktu. So they completely overhauled this area of the park. They made it very vibrant, very bright, um, as I said earlier. And I mean, the color scheme of this ride is just beautiful. Like the colors just really pop. And it's one of the prettiest drop towers out there, really. And yeah, I mean, it, I'd say people are still talking about it. It's still one of those rides that people have to do. It's on a lot of people's bucket lists. So yeah, I would say it's very superior in terms of relevance. Very good argument. Very good argument. I don't think I have any additional questions with that one. Okay, Ivy, how do you feel um, Dr. Doom stands with its relevance with today's uh, culture and youth and such? Mm -hmm. So, obviously, um, what was mm -hmm. that? <laughs> I was just laughing hard because you said, mm-hmm. <laughs> really, I felt your eyes look me up and down with that one. <laughs> So, obviously at Universal there are some hardcore fanatics. There are people who love debut attractions, they hold them near and dear. And mm -hmm. this ride, this ride is actually one of IOA's debuting attractions. Mm -hmm. So, she has been there for a hot minute. Um, she is also very prominent in the skyline as well. You cannot miss her. Um, and she's on this cute little curve, you know, like a little back alley kind of thing. And it's very nice for the theming. And it looks just when you're walking up to it. Was that a... What was that breath? <laughs> <laughs> that was the breath of fear from Dr. Doom. <laughs> oh my god. You know, but you walk up to it and you just feel really immersed, not only, you know, with Doctor Doom and everything that's happening there, but just in the whole superhero island itself. Like, it really ties it together. Um, it also has usually a very short wait, <clears throat> which I think is nice because I don't like to wait in long lines sometimes, especially, you know, when it's hot. I'm not trying to do that. That's it's fair. also really that's good fair. for kids. I'm always about attractions that are great for kids. Kids are able to do this, no problem. It's not too scary for them. It's a nice start for them to do bigger rides. Kids are definitely mm. able to sacrifice their fear to Dr. Doom to help kill the Fantastic <laughs> Force, I guess. Um, it's correct. Um, kids, I will say kids are also able to dive face first toward concrete. Oh, God. For 300 feet. <laughs> Okay. You're like, this is your first <laughs> drop tower experience. Have fun. <laughs> you uh, will die. <laughs> I don't like it. 
Enjoy it. You're gonna be a falcon. It's fine. <laughs> There's the concrete. Don't splat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like the Fantastic Four did. Don't spot like them either. Uh, R.I.P. Invisible Girl. Oh yeah, how can we see her outline, though? I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> I was like, I was like mm, she's invisible. That is <laughs> But also... Why did you not use a force field? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like, what? How, has anybody asked this question? It's oh my god! Island. Why did she <laughs> oh not use god. a force field to save everybody? No, true. <laughs> She's too crazy. Wait, can human torch fly? Elastic <laughs> 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 is literally like stretching, turning himself into a parachute. Why did he? Why did they not do this? <sighs> and the thing, you know, he just—he's a rock, so he's gonna fall. I'm sorry. <laughs> he makes sense. Everybody. Else. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm already, so sorry. Continue. continue. He's already the part corner. of the concrete. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Oh my gosh, I can't. I can't. Hmm. But you were saying <laughs> the ride also has an immediate launch. You know, this is perfect for people who are impatient. They want. They don't want to wait to get to the top. They just want to immediately launch up. I mm-hmm. think that, you know, is a nice little touch. Um, like I said before, it's also Marvel-themed. There are a lot of Marvel fanatics. Besides the ones that are picky about the MCU, there's a lot of comic book nerds that love Doctor Doom because it focuses more on the characters we don't hear about. We don't hear about Fantastic Four that much, especially um, within Marvel. So it's really nice mm-hmm. to see that as well. So I think it is still very relevant, and it will be relevant for a while. I uh, genuinely, I think that's a really good argument. Like I'm, I'm, I'm impressed by both of you. <laughs> like as, as, as much as I did this as kind of a joke, uh, debate, kind of like with the the teacups versus storm force. Um, <laughs> you both genuinely actually provided really good that I wasn't expecting to be as good. So I'm very impressed. And that's why I do that's why I call you two two of the best lawyers in the land. Because every time you two come on to the show to debate, you guys always just blow it out of the water because I feel like you both take it seriously just the smallest amount. We do. <laughs> this is important stuff we're debating. I'm here. sorry, this you're is right. This is court. A life court. and death. I'm, like sitting here with like wiki history open like okay I gotta take notes <laughs> <laughs> I watched five videos on YouTube about the history of this attraction <laughs> it's it, it's true you're you're sorry Parker you were correct this is very true because with this debate of three nerds <laughs> on the internet um one of these drop towers will go for good, like your patience with this podcast with me coughing. Um, <laughs> well, I've been I've been coughing too. I have been coughing too. I've just been hitting mute. <laughs> I forget that mute's a thing on here. <laughs> it's but so yeah. it's so handy. There was some screaming earlier. I've got two sisters, and they are both Gemini's, so they were rolling around fighting, and I was like, "Let me mute real quick." <laughs> uh, astrology. <laughs> uh, too bad the Fantastic Four can't do that anymore. Oh, oh my! 
But neither can falcons. They're birds. They don't know nothing. Hey, birds are smart. They have big brains. Do they? Some okay. of them do. Falcons do. Falcons they so head smart. face first to the concrete. I don't think... They're just having a bad day, okay? <laughs> to be fair, we did just we did just establish that none of us understand how the Fantastic Four didn't save themselves from that tower. <laughs> Egg, well, again, except the thing. We all understand that he's a rock and he's we just... They don't fly well. No, they don't. Unlike falcons. Falcons can fly well. Oh, that's true. I guess Falcon could stop themselves from going from hitting the concrete on like the thing. Exactly, and you do on this ride. You swing out at the bottom, so you don't go splat. Oh <laughs> you do God. swing out at the bottom. I feel like that. I feel like that would be a very fun experience. But also, Doctor Doom, to be fair, does have fog that blocks your vision from the actual launch. So that also is frightening. I completely forgot about that. <clears throat> That's fair. I just saw it on a video before I got in here because I forgot about it too. Because I've actually, I've actually never ridden either attraction. So, oh. <laughs> I, as a judge, am making this fully based on your, um, your, uh, arguments. Okay. I think, oh, I almost said I think I've made my verdict, and now I'm really thinking again. dee 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 Okay. I think I've made my verdict. The winner of the best drop tower between these two or SNS double shot for all the nerds who are going to yell at me. (laughs) Um, The winner between these two attractions I'm going to have to give to Falcon's Fury at Bush Gardens Tampa. Yes! (laughs) Yes! <laughs> God now, the reason it. I'm going to have to give it is, although Doctor Doom outdoes it in theming a thousand times... I will give it that, for sure. <laughs> Doctor Doom hits out of the park with theming and storyline. The ride itself for Falcon's Fury, I feel, is a bit more exciting because it's something you can't get at multiple other parks, where Doctor Doom, you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, well, the, the ride itself like the actual um yeah but yeah what really pushed it over the edge is i do feel like falcon's fury although it is newer um the reason i feel like they're equally matched with relevance a little bit um is because falcon's fury is a bush gardens park and not everybody knows about the bush gardens parks they should although they should although it's not with that but dr doom is at a universal park and everybody knows about universal studios True. Oh, relevance, you know. Although Falcon Fury is newer and more innovative, it doesn't. it's not as well known as a Universal Park ride. And mm-hmm. Doctor Doom's been there since opening. And people still love Doctor Doom. Like, that was a good argument. That's like, true. Doctor Doom love, is very fun. Like, people love Marvel. People love Doctor Doom. There are people who, like, it is their favorite ride in all of Universal. Mm. So... <clears throat> I feel like the relevance with it being so original and people kind of talking about that is what barely pushed Falcon's Fury to beat out Dr. Doom in this debate today. 
and you know to win this case <clears throat> so although this is a very short episode i will say this um like i said the episode's probably gonna last as long as the as the rides themselves do um <laughs> <laughs> i'm also trying something out you know trying something new with the podcast right now with uh, shorter episodes more kind of like bite-sized segments you can do on your way to work or doing a chore instead of you know a full 45 minutes to an hour that sometimes mm-hmm. can be really hard to break up um within that time frame so if you guys are enjoying this let me know on social media you know i, I really do and appreciate i would appreciate that and speaking of social media it's time for plugs at the end of the oh i forgot to the, the, the court over or whatever you say in court okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> wait 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 there you go court over um Oh my god. I need to watch like a court show. Just one. <laughs> just, just watch one. Or like read you. a book. Maybe I should like read a book for once in my life. <laughs> Get an education. <laughs> but yes. Now uh, it's time for plugs. So Parker, do you have anything you'd like to plug? I don't think so. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I should do with like Wait, I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do that like as much as you do the whole Scott, what would you do? Oh, thanks Scott for asking. <laughs> I am so oh happy. If you Wait, guys have you... not seen the meme that I was Parker just about made to say that. Cyberbullying <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, which I loved so Dr. Hart and I fully deserved it. It was so funny. <laughs> just like that joke. It's so funny. Um <laughs> You Anyways, were saying, Parker. Yes, I do actually have some things to plug. <laughs> so first of all, I have uh, my YouTube channel, which is called Adventures with Parker. It is mostly about theme parks, but I also do some other travel-related things and some local attractions kind of things, and I go for hikes sometimes. So it's theme parks plus, basically. Um, and yeah, it's called Adventures with Parker. I would highly recommend checking it out. And along with that, you can find me on social media, Instagram and Twitter at ADV Parker. And once in a while, I might make a TikTok, and you can find those mm. at Adventures with Parker over on TikTok. I highly recommend, I say it every time he's on an episode, I highly 100% <laughs> recommend subscribing to his channel. If you're a theme park fan or you just like travel in general or like adventures, you need to subscribe to him. Like, he has such a good channel. He puts in so much work. And it, it's really fantastic. I even make an appearance in one of the videos um, digitally. Mm-hmm. My iPhone does. <laughs> um, but also, in one of his recent videos, he, like, had a raccoon. Like, just, like, <laughs> oh my God. walk up to him and full Disney princess, like, hang out with him yeah. for a moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, like, y'all don't understand the Disney princess, like, powers Parker has. And you can only see it if you subscribe to his channel. <laughs> it's so, true. It's true. You need to go do it. It's very true. Like, it's almost... I was, I was kind of scared, bro. So I was like, Burger, don't touch that! <laughs> yeah. Oh, I told I told my boyfriend, and he's like, No! Forbidden cat! Forbidden <laughs> like, You're gonna get fleas! <laughs> I'm like, no. It's a friend. <laughs> I literally sat there, and Parker's like, Hello! And I'm like, don't touch that! In my own home, yelling at my TV. <laughs> like getting like going to text Parker and be like, why did you touch that? I told you not to. 
even though it was filmed like three weeks before I even watched it. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I highly recommend you go um, subscribe to it. And then Ivy, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yes. So my Instagram is underscore St. Ives underscore and my Twitter is at St. Ives 7. I'm going to go ahead and say you need to follow this angel truth. She is sent to earth to spread joy and happiness and bring you joy. And that's just what she does. So you need to follow her on any of those social medias and you are going to find so much happiness and joy and just like love that pours out of her. She's just like a good soul, a good human being. So I recommend the follow. Oh my God. Thank you. You're welcome. It's just the truth. It is. Um, It really is. It it, it is. Like every time she tweets something, I'm like, I'm so happy for her. (laughs) Um, As for me, you guys can follow me on uh, Twitter at at Scott021 or look up Dyslexic. You can follow me on Instagram at Dyslexic96. And you can follow me on TikTok at Dyslexic. And you can listen to the Dyslexic Podcast every week, which you already are, hopefully. I also do want to mention, both of these lawyers have competed on my theme park design competition, Ultimate Imagineer. One of the two has won. (laughs) I won't tell you who, because you need to go listen to both seasons. But one of the two has won. And so, I highly recommend you go... Uh, check that out and uh, you can check it out on my Instagram as well some uh, story highlights uh, dealing with that but listen to the episodes and check out the story highlights if you want to you want to see which one of these people won that competition it was a very big competition I'm very excited for both of them because they both did very well in their um, seasons respectively (laughs) so that's going to do it for us for this theme park court episode of season 3 if you like this episode, you can check out all of season one through three of Dyslexic and season one and two of Ultimate Imagineer on all major co- podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, etc., and so on. If you really, really like this episode, then share the show with your family and friends and give us a rating review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. I would really appreciate that. That helps the show grow. And I would love for the show to grow because I have so many people who put so much effort into it and so many amazing guests whose voices deserve to be heard. So I would, uh, you know, really appreciate if you did that. If you want to. Not, no pressure. But all the pressure. But no pressure. <laughs> Thank you all once again for joining us. Have an amazing week. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Um, stay safe. Wear your sunscreen. Wear your mask if you're not vaccinated yet. Please you know, keep social distancing if you're not vaccinated yet. Um, wash your hands and just be polite. and Have a happy and wonderful Pride, everybody. And with all that being said, bye.